Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Blue Form Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin, today I'm joined with George, Chris, and we have the fabulous Francisco back, the special effects extraordinaire and Star Wars extraordinaire. Thank you for coming back on the show, man. No problem, but the helmet stays on during set. <laughs> for, so nobody mm. can see this, but he brought a Mandalorian, the, the helmet from the show, the Mandalorian helmet, like he has it on the table. Sick. Life size. Fucking amazing. It makes me want the Vegas Golden Knights to change their logo to just the Mando helmet mm. instead of just being a knight. Not to get nerdy, but so when you when you play magic, you use a mat and there's a mat for sale and it's the Vegas Golden Knights, but it's the Mando helmet. Oh, That's shit. perfect. That's That's yeah. Chill. I, I was gonna buy it, but this other guy that was like a real fucking like I need to have everything that everybody else has so I can be cool about it. And I was like, I don't want it anymore. Oh, I know what you're talking about. There's uh, be no, no, no. You don't know him. Oh. But it's just like the other person that we're, you, I think you know who I'm talking about. Same, same mentality. Well, my friend who made this helmet, he actually made, uh, he makes the Vegas Golden Knights helmets as well. No shit. They're wow. sick as fuck. Well, I'm assuming, well, I mean, all helmets are built different. This is like a full, full on, mm -hmm. like. It's real Beskar. It is. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't want it on the table if it wasn't. But no, it's it's amazing. I I just want like a Golden Knights jersey with the emblem just to be different from everybody else. Like a black yeah. jersey would be sick. Well, uh, so I just got to say when uh, so we let Franny in through your garage door and the door was opening and then it gets up and he has the helmet on. It was the coolest fucking <laughs> entrance ever. <laughs> so cool. And he just walks up and goes, the helmet stays on. <laughs> That's it. It does. That's it does. Apparently not. If you're fucking a foot tall the and green. Fake Mando. Oh, so, true. if you guys are reading, if you know how to read, you read the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, we're talking about Mandalorian, but more, more specifically, the, the final episode of season two. Woo! I'm so excited we made it through. Yeah. I missed, so we had to cut it. Or we did the pod miss thing, which then led into us not doing the Mandalorian every week. And it, it upset me a little because, like, when I was watching the episodes at home today... Like, I usually have my boys here to answer my questions, Brandy. Mm -hmm. And my boys weren't there to answer the questions. So I'd ask my girlfriend, like, is that, is that Luke Skywalker? Like, we were so uncertain, like, who the hell that was. Because, like, yeah, everyone knows. I'm a newbie. So I, I missed watching the episodes with you boys thoroughly. But I'm glad we have an expert on now to, to answer all these questions. Yeah, like, Hopefully. I've, like I've said in, in, I'm pretty sure I've said this in the other Mando episodes. I was like... George thinks I know a lot, like, and then what I know compared to Franny is just like not even, like, Franny is like the equivalent of me on Quiz Up. Your Spark Jones. Notes, <laughs> he's the encyclopedia. I'm Spark Notes. He's the legit book. <laughs> he's it all. He is it. Y'all are too nice. I, I don't know, man. The, I, I mean, I've known you most of my life now, and like, it's always just been Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars or die, dude. So no Star Trek? What's that? <laughs> well, uh, so I guess let's get into it. I have some notes. Uh, I know George has some notes. I know Christian has been has been 
scheming some things. He has a multi-level. I have memories. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the memories? Mem- mem- remember Chewbacca? I remember. You remember? Fucking member berries from South Park. But I know Christian has a multi-level marketing scheme he's going to bring up at the end of this episode. Oh, <laughs> probably, yeah. We'll tie it in somehow. Usually, well, the, how long do these episodes run? Like an hour, an hour and a half or something? About. Usually, passively, my mind thinks of one in that gap of time naturally. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, Christian doesn't actually work or anything. He just has money. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, some of the ads that you've seen, you might think it's like uh, the Lamborghini guy, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's just Christian. He <laughs> he owns Manscaped. Oh my yeah, God. he just astral projects onto YouTube <laughs> for ads. He's secretly Joey Diaz. <laughs> it's like the knowledge guy says, read a book every day. What do you do? Uh, I watch a bootleg DVD. <laughs> <laughs> the guy outside of Food for Less, he's got some. Oh, he's rest got in a bootleg peace, Dark Knight. And then oh, you're like, shave your balls, cocksucker. I remember, uh, so our, our neighborhood friendly Henry, I remember he like was so hyped because he got like the Logan film on bootleg. He's like, bro, you can still see the wires from like what he does jo- stunts and stuff. Oh, he let me borrow that <laughs> shit. I remember. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. He kept trying was, to get me to borrow it and I was like, ah, it's okay. It was uh, not, it was. Or was it the Superman one? X-Men, Wolverine, oh, X- X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was that one. Yeah, but he kept like going on be like, bro, you, you can see the, the screen. <laughs> You see the claws bending? <laughs> bro, bro, my grandma used to get us bootleg DVDs. I got a bootleg of that where the part with Deadpool and on the, the Three Mile Island, it's almost all like green screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's just like, you're not supposed to have this. I don't know how you got it, but it, here you go. It just goes into like green screen, like computer hell when the Deadpool scene I comes have up. A, I have a bootleg of the Superman ones that they did. Like, uh, uh what? What were it was like in the late 2000s the the ones like nobody wants to talk about Brandon Routh Brandon Maybe. Ruth like Maybe it's like Ruth. the one where like he gets shot in the eye and the bullet just like yeah 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 Brandon I remember, Ruth I remember Ruth. I had one but you could tell how bootleg it was because eventually you just see a shadow walked in here hey move the fuck out the way <laughs> <laughs> but enough oh, about shit. fucking bootlegs let's get into this episode so let me just start we're not gonna really do a synopsis this episode has been out for since it came out last year when was it yeah when was the last episode i didn't check the date 14th it was the december 18th i think so okay i believe that that makes sense yeah Yeah, that was my last day week before christmas so it's been out if you haven't already like i hadn't watched it until today because i just kept forgetting i already knew what like happened because people don't can't keep their fucking mouth shut but it was still like i still had an authentic experience but let me just start with it was so great to hear Boba Fett's voice again. Excuse me, Django Fett's voice Tamora again. Morrison. Yeah, like that's I was hearing Daddy that. Fett. Yeah, that's uh, that's all the Fett except for original Boba. That's all the clones. Yeah, it's all the clones. That's yeah. that that is the the like until this show, like that's the Mando. Yeah, that's true. And like one of the, one of the cool things from from the last episode when Bo Katan and they're in the uh, they they go and they go to recruit him. She's like, I've heard your voice a thousand times oh, in this episode. And it, was, yeah. it was such a cool dig. Yeah. Because like, he's it's he's all the clones, too. You know, well, I mean, he's the base. For all the people. And then he gets his shit fucking rocked by Sasha Banks from WWE. She fucking suplexed his ass. She was like, Brock Lesnar taught me this backstage at Raw. Oh, I like how brutal that fight got. Oh, like, real fast. They were yeah. gonna, like lighting each other on fucking fire. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we're kind of wrestling. 
we're gonna it ain't me each other and fucking whoosh with a fucking flamethrower. Yeah, that's it was crazy. a little weird though because I mean she's calling him a sidekick and she is his sidekick. Yeah, well because she's like I run my bitches, but it's like where's the where's the others, huh? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So I figured we could just go through like kind of bullet points of just like stuff we thought was really cool from the episode and just kind of go, go around the table. Cause this was, I do have some questions. I know Franny has some controversial things he was telling me, but I told him save that shit for the, ep- for the episode. I think we'll keep that towards the end, but I got questions for him. I know George has questions. Christian, you got something. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be something <laughs> good. Um, well, you see, if you think about, the pattern that the Republic is set up in, right? Kind of like a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) (laughs) It's all Palpatine anyway. I I just seen a video that was like how Silicon Valley is all like technically a Ponzi scheme. It's a really interesting video. They're selling you an idea. (laughs) Move to Silicon Valley and you'll be rich. I can't afford my rent. I've been doing Silicon Valley. (laughs) Yeah, Doesn't that naturally just raise your net worth? Makes sense. Yeah, but net worth doesn't pay the goddamn bills. It's the truth. It's the truth. So Christian, oh, are you gonna are you gonna Well yeah, okay. So I was gonna just go into like what I thought of like the whole story arc of uh where the second season really went. And I, I just broke it down because every every episode is very like singular in its own right. I mean, even though it does transfer over into other episodes, most of them all start off with at least at the beginning, um, we need to find like a Jedi for yoga. Like we need something, right? And then it goes into holy shit. It's actually gonna be kind of hard to get whatever we need to get. Then it goes into we're gonna make a sick fucking plan. We're gonna bring everyone in. <laughs> we're gonna make this plan to get that thing that we need. Dope fighting scene. And then in between the dope fighting scenes, there's like, uh, well, Gragu. Now I ah, uh, I'm up. Obs- I'm upset that his name was Gragu. <laughs> what was what was his name? You, you Vesuvius. Gave him? Vesuvius. <laughs> I thought Vesuvius fit way better. But anyways, I just remember that. I'll, that I'll old refer lady. to him Hamilton, the fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I'll refer to him as Gragu for this episode. These sons of bitches. I'll respect the results. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's great timing too. All right, I guess I'll concede. So it. So right after the dope fighting scene, it's either followed by, you know, Gragu eating something that he shouldn't, or it's <laughs> followed by Mando getting shit for being, uh, for taking his culture too seriously. I feel like that happened like at least four or five times throughout the season where they're just like, you know, bro, you could take off your fucking helmet. Like, well, I mean, like this like, shit's like, like it's, it's like, fucking over, right? I mean, this dude still <laughs> believes in Santa Claus type shit. Well, this dude still believes <laughs> It's literally like the Catholics and like the Baptists fighting. That's that's how I always saw it. It was just like my God's better. It's like bitch, we're the same. What the fuck? It's the same Jesus. What are you talking about? So it it really is though. But anyways, after you know you get through that little like intimate scene, then continuation of the dope fighting scene, and then it either it either ties together in which uh something needs to still be done for then future episodes. Or, you know, they meet a new friend and they like develop this bond. But I feel every episode followed that scheme. I didn't, I, I feel like they didn't vary much away from that scheme. And my question to you guys is like, is that kind of the movies in a nutshell? Or, you know, is Mando kind of. 
I don't know, in its own right, doing like this this thing just to please every Star Wars fan because they pleased me. Like I, it's not like I wasn't pleased watching it, but you guys having seen everything, are you like, all right, I'm kind of bored of this same old bullshit. No, um, and I've said this before though, is because I feel like the Mando series is very much like a comic book kind of like, oh, well, what they'd get into this episode. Mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. i don't know i i'm i'm very like weird about the movies i feel like the movies have like a, just a continuous plot just going like you'll have some things that they were doing in the previous movie overlapping into this movie and like that's still what they're doing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. franny knows more than i do so um, how did you did you like did you at least understand where i'm coming from and no. like somebody who's just watching it yeah yeah okay so so one of the things that i really really liked about the show is that it really followed it really followed uh the show rebels rebels had a very similar kind of kind of plot line like it's some filler and then the rest of it is is really in-depth story Mm -hmm. and that's what i really appreciated about this they brought in a lot of characters all the characters that they introduced were really important characters in the clone wars and and rebels and i mean as as a super fan seeing all that stuff come to light like seeing ahsoka and yeah live action form that was fucking crazy. Like never Franny cried. I didn't cry at that part. Oh, okay. okay. I got, I definitely got goosebumps when she came out on scene. Like she just comes out. Like you just see the white blades and you're like, Oh shit, it's fucking Ahsoka. Right. And then you fucking see Ahsoka. It's, it's, it's I feel sick. that's definitely something that I felt from them, right? Me watching it the first time, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? But he's important because Chris and Austin are like edge of their seats, like <laughs> with Boba. Yeah, with the Boba armor in the first episode. I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yes. Yeah. And then we yeah. see him at the end, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was fucking nuts, too. That's, I mean, a lot of it, I will admit, a lot of it is really fan servicey, but mm. it's so fucking. It's right. juicy enough to keep you guys like wanting. Well, I think that first episode was key because once you saw that, we kind of all had a little like at the end of that first episode watching, we're all like, holy shit, somehow the man's going to be back. Boba Fett's going to be back. And we're going to actually get to see this play out in some grand finale type situation. Right. Which I, is awesome. I honestly, I didn't expect it this season. I thought I was like, oh, they're just teasing him you know they're just hinting at it yeah but i mean in hindsight i mean it makes sense he has his his armor he Mm -hmm. has his armor Mm -hmm. yeah i thought when i saw when i saw him i was like and like a couple episodes later i was like i is is boba a thing or is that just kind of like remember boba fett (laughs) obviously obviously i was wrong about that so yeah no but so that's that's my story arc coverage of it all that last episode i thought was awesome i thought um they did an excellent job with like the dark troopers like i think that was one of the most badass scenes when moff gideon's finally like activate the dark troopers i didn't like the dubstep shit though you I didn't like, like it no dude, that that was, that's what i wrote that's that what i wrote i was sick. like that edm i was just waiting for the fucking beat drop bro and for them to fucking whoop ass i did get, I did get like a black panther <clears throat> vibe from it though. like killmonger's song has like that like very traditional african music and then it goes well like, yeah you know it's the same guy is oh. it is it really the yeah, same guy same, who did, uh, same guy who did? Lud- ludwig ludwig Jorensen. Hmm. sound he, guy yeah yeah the, the, composer. the composer. He actually did Tenet too. 
I, which I'm surprised. My friend a, told me about Tenet, and we got to watch that. That's a Nolan film, right? It's a Nolan film. I was surprised, I was surprised Hans too, was on it because I I watched it for the first time. Is it good? I, I mean, we got to watch it. I uh, that's a it's it's the <laughs> stupidest I've ever felt watching a film. I had to watch a couple videos to kind of understand um, what was going on. But towards the end of the film, like I kind of had an, an idea, and it it was good. It was the story's good once you finally understand it. Got it. But the score wasn't anything that I was like, oh, you know, yeah, like. Well, it wasn't Hans. It, so. Oh, exactly. Did he do? Did he? Because Dunkirk is a is a Nolan film too, right? Yeah. Did he do Dunkirk? Or I think he somebody, did. Oh, he, he did. Because okay. I remember watching documentary about how he's like, I incorporated the, the, the ticking throughout the whole score. <laughs> <laughs> like the heartbeat he's fucking he's a baller he's he's fucking great like uh not to go too off track but like with his uh his thanks work for giving me that free year of master class but his master classing when he's talking about lion king he's like it's just little stuffed animals i don't want to do it and then he was what? like because he, he did lion king right right and he was saying he didn't want to do it because he thought it was just a bunch of like stuffed animals like fuzzy animals like i don't that's not my movie <laughs> then he realized wait a minute i don't have anything like i can take my daughter to because all the shit I'm doing is like M, like R-rated and everything. So he did it. And then you find out that the, the music that plays when Mufasa dies is a requiem to his dad that died when he was young. Damn. Oh, wow. He said that. And I was like, yo, that shit. And like Rowan That's, loves that movie. Yeah. So I watched that and I'm like, oh, oh my God. My heart. My heart hurts. <laughs> pa. Okay. So going back to the dubstep, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, it wasn't bad. I was just kind of like, this doesn't feel very Star Warsy. But then again, the Mando is very, like, not Star Warsy. It doesn't yeah. have the, the intro music. It's like a spaghetti western. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. It's a spaghetti western in space. Um, I I thought it was cool because I didn't... Like, they mentioned the Dark Troopers earlier, and they say, yeah, they're going to be robots. Mm-hmm. But when they were first, like, teased, it was like, you know, okay, what, what are they, droids? Or is it a suit of armor? So the reveal of him activating the Dark Troopers, I thought it was cool that it had the like the robotic kind of music. So I like yeah. that. Um, and it had another musical like like thing that kind of irked me early in the episode before they activate the Dark Troopers when Mando's like sneaking around, you know, double o sevening <laughs> around the corners. There's like this like espionage music, and it's kind of like. Dum, 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 like one of those <laughs> like, like like really low like something like be in the background in like a gta v gta 5 like mission or something oh okay i know what you're, yeah and but it was like that but then like they were trying to like weave the main mandalorian theme into that like type of beat oh okay and it was like really it was really weird sounding i don't like it hmm. so Music. i one of my gripes um about some of the fighting scenes, right? And, and and it's like comes to just all modern fighting scenes in general, what I've kind of like come to is they end up in these hallways with no fucking cover. And they yet they still press themselves against like this fucking flat wall. Well, they're stormtroopers. You can do that. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you guys keep telling me stormtroopers are just like retarded, but it brings me to like, aren't they just in the future? Like, where well, is a, this advanced there's, warfare? There's a video that uh, oh, I forgot who it is, but he does like scientific YouTube videos, and he explains like the type of matter that that weapon is. Is like you have to like hella lead your shot, mm. like you'd have ah. to like lead it like three feet to the left and hope that they Jeez. go to the left. But it seems like a fault, you know what I mean? Like it's just like they're so far in the future, everything's fucking sleek. They're flying through space, and they yet they just fight like goddamn idiots. 
Well, I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't, I don't know if you ever played the Battlefront games, but like, there's no like clip. There's no magazine. You just, oh, all right. I just got more. Yeah, you just got to wait for it to cool down. Yeah. <laughs> ah. But yeah, no, that was my only gripe because like it, it's kind of comical to me. Like in some of these scenes, like they're oh, yeah. just like they press themselves up against the wall, and then you know you're just like, aren't you just making yourself a easier target against a wall? But I guess I guess not. I guess stormtroopers just fucking blow. Like it's just they know what they're up against. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why there's fucking <laughs> a thousand of them. They just get murked, bro. Yeah, I wrote I wrote that too about uh, I wrote this about the dark troopers halfway into the episode. I said. The dark troopers are so badass. Kind of sucks that they got blasted away so fast. But for the sake of the plot, it makes sense. But then they come back, and I was like, oh, "Okay." Right. I felt the same way. I'm like, "Really? That's it, bro? They gone?" But then after oh, he I gets his it. shit fucking <laughs> rocked, like <laughs> he gets Rocky Balboa with like nine times in the fucking dome. I was oh, like, "Yeah, God. maybe one is already a lot as it is." Yeah. But the cool thing about that is, is when you see that happen, you kind of like, "Oh shit!" These droids are made out of fucking Beskar. Which is why it didn't like smash his helmet in at all because it's Beskar against Beskar, which I thought that was pretty cool. I Those yeah, are some expensive I thought asteroids. he was making like serious progress when the pipes behind him like started like yeah. oh, going off because I was like, oh shit, like his face is caved in. Like yeah, so like I said this earlier, but Franny's here, and I'll say it for the episode. I straight up thought he was only like fucking sloth when he took his helmet off from the Goonies. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Cause like he was doing fucking work on that helmet. I was like, how does that dude not fucking dead? Did you guys ever see uh watch uh Game of Thrones? No. Pedro, Pedro Pascal's in that too. Yeah. And this is this is a spoiler. Okay, I'm never gonna watch I'm it. I'm not gonna watch it. I'll say that. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're okay. good. Good to go. So similar situation. I mean, he's in a he's in a fight with uh with the mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, and I've heard big of this guy, fucking yeah. dude. And he basically gets his face smashed in and at the beginning of the fight he's like i never wear a helmet right so <laughs> it's just it's just funny because now he's always wearing a helmet you know <laughs> and the helmet saved his, his his life this time it was just funny correlation. so did the, did the did he get like killed this did he, i'm assuming he got killed by the mountain oh uh, yeah okay so what happens first is he punches him right so hard in the face he spits out all his teeth and his and his his bitch is watching right she's like She's screaming. <laughs> and pedestrians right. at Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> when you drive at them at 80 miles per hour. And then <laughs> Oh my god. It's 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 really good. Like I on seriously, I would I would recommend watching Game of Thrones just just because like a lot of, a lot of the story development is it's it's good. It it's really good until until it's not. <laughs> the um, very end when yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but but it it ends with with the mountain basically just admitting to him like he raped his sister and and murdered his 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 nephew and nieces and then he smashes his head in. It's so disgusting. What like they, they show it. Too. What if they just like CGI'd in that face after uh, he took the helmet off? You, I mean, somebody probably should. Oh, it's priority out there. Hopefully. <laughs> no, but that was uh, so. One of my last like big points from. Uh, <laughs> from this season was like we had the Kane effect like from WWE like there was a point in time right everyone loved Kane right who the fuck is under the mask we're hungry for it and I'm so glad that because like I throughout it I was like man we're really gonna go through this whole season we're not gonna see this motherfucker's face once well you do in the first season uh yeah 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 yeah. but I mean I thought he looked ugly as fuck too I was like that's Pedro Pascal like he was all busted up 
Yeah, he had like long hair and shit, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> not to be mean, but he looked like my uncle when he takes his dentures out. Like, oh I was, my I was god, like, I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? This is supposed to be like everyone's like, oh, this guy's super hot, and I'm like, this dude just looks like somebody on Boulder Highway, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this season, though, no, he looked, he looked. Which, yeah, he was it, daddy. That, that was also uh, <laughs> something that I was like, because for a motherfucker to be that clean shaven, I'm like, he's taking off this fucking helmet well, often. He, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? He can like, take it off. Like in the first season, yeah, he takes you, it off to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, like they build it up. Like, I, and that's all I could think of was like WWE, Rey Mysterio, Kane. Like who the, who's oh, the shit. man under the mask? And it turns out to be Franny when I opened up the garage door. And I, was like, <laughs> <it's fantastic." laughs> I wish, man. I would kill to be. In a Star Wars That fucking feature. badass, right? Yeah. Oh, that was actually one of my questions. I'll write that down for the question section at the end. So, uh, real quick, a quote that just really stuck out in my fucking head was the beginning when uh, the MAGA girl is getting yelled at in the in the ship. Uh, Gina. I just call her MAGA because oh. she was like, hello, like, oh, yeah, go Republicans. Anyways, she's like, they're they're in that standoff with that pilot and he goes, uh, when we blew up your planet, a small price to pay for ridding the galaxy of terrorism. And I was like, what the fuck? Yo. Yeah, they're fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. The, even, even in the episode before that, when, uh, when the guy, the guy, Richard Brake, that's who it is. He's in like a lot of At Rob Zombie movies. The, no, the guy was like, what's your name, soldier? And he's like, brown eyes. Oh, with brown the black eye. teeth. That was funny. I saw yeah, a meme. Funny. I saw a meme that was like, "What's your name?" And then he goes, "Brown eyes." And then he goes, "Brown eyes, what?" And then you see the Luke and Leia Force Coast, and he goes, "Brown eyes Skywalker." <laughs> no, oh. they just they give her the they give him the Ray treatment. Yeah, Disney makes another movie. Oh God, please no. Oh, did you guys find it as funny as I did when uh, you know Mando finally gets to Gideon and Gideon's just standing there, and I thought like at first right. He's standing there with a sword at cock level. Like oh, I thought he was shit. like teasing, like you know, Gragu, like with a sword, like mm? like like it's his penis, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Well, like, he's just Sicario? hanging it. He's just fucking hanging it over him, just so off nonchalant, <laughs> like combing his hair with it almost. For real, dude. Let's take a little bit off the top. Moff Gideon. But I found that part. I found that part just absolutely at, at first. Like it, it's just like what? that scene. The the doors open and then Moff Gideon's just standing there with a the sword, like right over his head, cock level. I just can't <laughs> get that out of my head. Franny, have you heard what? Uh, the, so the actor who plays him was talking about what his daughters called him. Yeah, he, they, they were like, "Please don't hurt that baby. I'm gonna fucking kill that baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get that green little bastard." <laughs> oh, oh god. Uh, this I I just I don't know I thought it was a really good episode. Um, I still like how like at the end of the episode before in this episode Mando uses Moff Gideon's monologue on Moff Gideon. Yeah, that was baller. Mm-hmm. That was fucking. He was like, "Yeah, I got a big cock. What are you gonna do about it?" Yeah, dude, that's a player fucking move. I'm like, Mando has this whole plan behind him, but he stills like, "Hey, I'm coming to come get my son up for preschool." Where's my baby? So he, I was talking about that, that second to last episode. Like I wrote this line down because I was like, this is this is gold here. He says, uh, he means more to me than you'll ever know. Yeah, because Moff mm-hmm. Gideon says that to him in season one. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of a Maori episode. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like he really wants his kid, you know, this baby means uh, more to me than I can 
than you'll ever know. You know, if I got to pay alimony, I best be able to see my little Vesuvius, right? Like <laughs> that's literally how I felt. Or, bro. or it's a complete how That ain't my baby, and it's like me and my son. It's like mm, I, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah, I I, I can start with my questions. If, oh, I mean, I still have bullet points. You got bullet points. Yeah, go, yeah. Bro. Hey, if you got something to say, yeah. eat it. <laughs> so, anyways, about to. Um, so I think it, it's super cool, like how graphic but awesome it is when Mando just like mercs people, like he oh, just he snaps was, dudes' necks and yeah, shit. Yeah, he was pissed off in this episode. Well, he, even like the last episode of the first season, he lights a dude on fire and fucking gives him the Vietnam treatment. <laughs> shit, now <laughs> Agent <laughs> Orange fucking melts him. Like I feel like like the Star Wars movies don't really shy away from violence. But like I feel like the Mando, I, I feel like the Mando felt more adult rated than the Star Wars movies. Like if that makes sense, like I feel like they showed a little bit more violence, like and not violence, like oh we're sword fighting, but like yeah, I snapped that dude's fucking neck. See, that's normal to me. Like I thought that's how everything was. Was it uh, like at a point in time before this? Is just more? Well, I mean, like you see dudes get their limbs cut off. I think it's the first time we've seen anybody get their neck snapped. Yeah, in, in a Star Wars, in, in a Star Wars anything. Because, I mean, you see Anakin get, like, all of his limbs chopped off, like, numerous times because he's a fucking bitch, but... Um, excuse me, that's it. the chosen one. <laughs> um, so, my, uh, one of my questions, right? What is, do you know what the Burnin' Cron is? Because they had mentioned this in the second to last episode. Uh, it was right after, like, explosions. He was like, if they shoot the, what is it, the Rhydonium? Right, yeah. Uh, they're like it's or like whatever explosion they planned was going to be bur- bigger than burning cron, and I was like burning cron must have been like something that was just like massive in the story. But then when I asked them, they were like they were pretty unsure. I was wondering if you knew. I thought it would be like lore, like maybe you read, like maybe one of the books or something. But ah, damn it, I, it ex- it escapes me. I. I assumed I that they made it up there because I don't know anything. Yeah, like I, 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 there's never anything in the movies about like oh, it's this like is just a vaguely, cron. vaguely like yeah. oh, mm-hmm. here's a military event that happened. Gotcha. That's what I thought. I don't. I yeah, it is, it escapes me. I I can't recall if it was ever mentioned before. For sure, for sure. I I just thought because like you know this shit seemed pretty explosive. Like I thought that was another one of those badass scenes. In the second to last episode, they're driving, mm. and then they see like the the like Predator Three come in. He's like, "Oh my god, what the?" F-? And then there's like explosion. <laughs> it's like Predator Four come in. He's like, "Oh my god, fuck!" Explosion, and you're just like, "Holy shit, they're next!" And you know, I was like, oh, "Okay, Burning Cron must have been some pretty severe shit." Had this, the, we're, we'll we'll just call it like the equivalent to like an Hiroshima. So going back to like like these catastrophic <laughs> events, like going back to that same beginning with the pilot, like. Nobody ever thinks about like the Death Star killed like when that shit blew up. It killed millions of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like well, it's a whole planet. Yeah, possibly billions. You think about it. Well, because the guy says, you know, how many millions of people died when that shit blew. And like, there's like a there's a there's a, a drawing that I've seen. It's like a stormtrooper with his hands like not in gloves, and it has like never forget or something on it. It has like the Death Star tattoo. Oh, uh, I've seen that. Yeah, I was like, like fuck, like I feel like Episode Seven did a good job of kind of showing that, mm-hmm. like. Stormtroopers aren't just a fucking like number. It's it's almost like real life, like the military. Like, yeah, I joined this for benefits or something. <laughs> they pay for mm, my college. I joined to marry my wife that I haven't met yet, but I will in two weeks. <laughs> you know, you're a disc- Camaro. 
You're disrespecting <laughs> a, a future army veteran. Army ranger. He became an army ranger, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. He Get posted, he posted like a TikTok. He's like, you might, might remember me. He's like, you just disrespected a future U.S. Army soldier. And he's like, well, guess what? And he's like fully dressed <laughs> out. But, uh, so, uh, do I, I, yeah, last point I have, I, I have two, but one of them is super small, but I have like Moff Gideon is so, so authoritative yet like real as like a person. But I feel like that's just mm. that actor because he was like that with Breaking Bad too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he ha- he has so much authority, but he's not like a Darth Vader kind of character. He seems more like I could I could talk to this guy like in my high school, like he'd be like right. one of my teachers or something. But like you knew he fucking meant what he said. Well, except for you can just leave and we'll never cross paths again. But I saw that shit coming from a Most mile away. Obvious backstab in TV history. Are you kidding me? Like, especially the way, like, Moff Gideon's like, yeah, you can have the baby. And he just, like, sets himself up. I'm like, bro, come on, Mando. Yeah, like, like why can- would you be defending it at when that I po- walk in the room at cock level? <laughs> at cock level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that shit was obvious. But, yeah. But he he is very relatable. I will agree with yeah, that. Like, like, it's like, it's almost like somebody, I, I don't know, like, other Star Wars figures, like the guy who like is always constantly battling Kylo Ren for like authority. Oh, Hux. Yeah, uh-huh. like he v- seems very just like very like straight laced, like just everything's black and white. But Moff Gideon yeah. has a lot of like color gradient to him. Like he's right. like, hmm, I know how to talk to people. Well, I mm. think that's I think that that's something that recently they've done really well with their Imperial characters is is give them more character because I mean before. Before Moff Gideon, there was uh, there was uh, the dude from Krennic, director Krennic from Rogue One. He was a really good villain. The actor who plays him is is incredible. Yeah. I still think Rogue One is the best of the new movies. That's, I love Rogue One. I that one, Rogue I think, one. was really graphic too, though. Yeah, like it was that. Really like dark. that gives me like Saving Private Ryan, yeah. like vibes. Yeah, I remember they announced it at Star Wars Celebration, and I was in the room, and they showed like a teaser trailer for it, right? And it was like just it. It never released to the public, but it was because uh, it was a different. It was the different director, but uh, it was just just rebel soldiers screaming, "We need backup! They're they're everywhere!" And it, all you all you see is like the like it was fucking crazy. You see you see a tree line and then just Tie Fighters flying above. It's so sick. But yeah, like I feel like that is one thing they did pretty good with the newer generation is they ver- is they made battles in the Star Wars universe seem like wars that are like real mm-hmm. because before it's just like all right we got a bunch of Jedi let's just all right that's it that no. was a, that was really cool what that some of the things that you guys would bring up like oh this is the planet they got torn to shreds they're just making you know ends meet by what whatever uh was left over from the war like they those made big the, uh, uh cranes yes. out of the imperial walkers yes. yeah cool thing about that uh Phil Tippett the uh the puppet the puppet animator from the original trilogy animated those as well. So he came back and did those. So and he was like, mm, that's chill. That's sick. Yeah. I, I think they, they did a really good, especially like Mandalorian did it really good. Mandalorian was more about, I don't know. I feel like the star Wars universe was just very like star Wars, star Wars, star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars, Chewbacca, Millennium Falcon, X-Wing fighter, Luke Skywalker. But these ones are just kind of like, Hey, here's these characters you don't know, and they're really cool because they're characters. I liked Rogue One. Some people give it shit. 
I liked it because it kind of started this thing of like, hey, what if we used the like world of Star Wars to tell it just a different type of story, kind of. And um, at least in, I guess in that type of format, because like you had animated stuff like the old Clone Wars anime and the Clone Wars show and the continuation with Rebels. Um, but it was like it was like a Saving Private Ryan or FMJ, and like a war movie, but it was Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, it you know I like that. What was always funny about that to me that I never really talked about was it, they explained the story of how the like the Death Star plans were like uh, were intercepted by the rebels, and uh, in the game Star Wars Battlefront Two, they have like a mission where you do that. But it was like different. That was in two thousand. Oh, so the 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 good number two where you're playing as yeah. Bothans. Yeah, the original one on PS2. Yes, I still have it. I think I, I have it. it out. I have it. So it was like, oh, okay. Here's the the official Hollywood version of what you did ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, no stormtroop. <laughs> no stormtroop. <laughs> Never forget. But yeah, I think I think the wars were portrayed a lot better. Um, Mando. Like, not so much because there wasn't really, like, wars going on, but, like, it, yeah, I think to agree with Christian, like, it shows, like, a, it's not just, here's the Skywalker saga. It's like, hey, here's same universe, but here's, like, a different side of it. And it's like, oh. And a kind of a different genre. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's not like a, a, a sci-fi epic. It's a it's a spaghetti western type show. So, I, I don't know. I, I still think Mando is, like, I think, like, if I was to rate the the Disney Star Wars stuff, I'd be like, Mando. Rogue One, haven't even seen Solo. I've heard that's not worth it. Uh, I hear Solo it's good. is worth it. You should watch it. It's I've, really I've heard good. like from everybody that I trust besides you on Star Wars. Like, no, don't watch it. It's good. I'd watch it. Should give it a chance. Well, then it's still probably above seven, eight, nine. I would assume that having not seen it, because I was unfortunately disappointed about the new trilogy. Well, yeah. I mean, we we did one of our first episodes on like mm, we don't like where they went with Ray. It's like Ray has every power ever. Yeah, well, I mean, they they basic Kathleen Kennedy came out and was like, like we had we had Palpatine planned all along, right? And then Daisy Ridley was interviewing with Josh Gad, and she was like, "Yeah, they told me before uh, we started filming Episode Nine, like, oh, uh, they weren't sure what my lineage was going to be. They floated Obi Wan, <laughs> they floated Kenobi." And then they floated me being a nobody. And then he was like, oh, maybe you're Palpatine's granddaughter. And then he told me later, oh, no, never mind. And then lo and behold. You're Palpatine's granddaughter. Yep. I do. I mean, I don't know. I just. That, that, that's a whole like can of conversation yeah. Yeah. that but, we've been over. But this does th- that series does lead into what I was going to say, though, about Mando. And I feel like. Uh, so the place where I, d- I did cry a little bit, uh, and it wasn't like sadness. It wasn't when he was handing off a the little series. bit. Yeah, I shed a tear because I was I a was like, little bit. Yeah, hey, we're men. We're dudes. We have to say just a little bit, or we have to say I almost. I wasn't cried. sitting there like wheezing, just like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it wasn't when he was handing off Grogu to Luke. It was when Luke walks in and he pulls his hood off, and they play the original like theme, and then. That's Luke's theme. Yeah, Luke's theme. And like they play it and I was like, fuck, man. Like that's the good way to do nostalgia trip. Not the fucking seven, eight, nine way where you just give us the regurgitated formula and just go, here Mm -hmm. you go. Do you remember this? 
And then yeah. R2 comes in. Like, I feel like that was a cool thing. Like, oh shit, R2. But it's not like, yeah, R2's in this movie. He's R2. You love R2. No, she's like, hey, here's R2. All right, fuck off. Later. It's yeah. like, it, like, it didn't overstay its welcome. That was such a, such a cool scene, though, too. Like, you see the single X Wing come in, right? And at first, for me, like, it didn't register. I like, thought it was a, I mean, I already knew it was Luke. I thought it was like a Republic officer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was those officers yeah, from, exactly. from the Snowy episode. <laughs> I'm like, fucking yeah. Yeah. Fucking, Dave, you're fucking, Dave look Filoni. at these dipshits. Oh, yeah, that is him, right? Uh, they, uh, one of those is Dave Filoni. That's one of the showrunners. But I totally thought, like, like when it first came in, I was like, one X Wing, like, like Dave Filoni is gonna come in. Here. <laughs> He's and like, then, "What's up, bitch?" And then Caden, uh, my girlfriend, was like, "One X Wing," and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Right? <laughs> and then, and then, and then you see the scene of the hood, right? And then you see him walking, and I'm very familiar with the costume, mm-hmm. and you see, you see the belt buckle first. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I was the, like, "That's fucking Luke. That's fucking Luke." It's the same outfit from Six, right? Uh, I think they changed like, it, but like slightly. it's the same, same. It's supposed to be like the same kind of outfit he would. That's have how had. I recognized it's, him. It's the Jabba's palace outfit. So right, it, he at the end of uh uh Return of the Jedi, his his like collar flap like flips over and he loses his cloak, and I think he loses like some pouches on his belt, but he had the pouches on the belt. Collar was flipped back up. Got all cleaned up, nice and clean. See, for I, baby growth. When they're when they're showing like the camera view of him walking down the hallway. At first, I already knew who it was because, like I said, people can't keep their mouth shut. And right. it's been a couple weeks since right. that episode came out. But I was like, I could totally have been like, oh, that's Ahsoka. Because she was in a few episodes ago. And since they're regurgitating, or not regurgitating, but they're bringing back up characters from earlier in the season, mm-hmm. like Boba and Bo-Katan. I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe it's Ahsoka being like, nah, I'm just playing. I'm going to give you that little dude. And then I saw the green lightsaber. I was like, oh, no. That's- was, yeah, the, 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 the lightsaber was, was the dead giveaway, yeah. too. But when he's just... Fucking those dark troopers up, just relentlessly. It's 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 there's a parallel between that and then the scene from Rogue One with with Darth Vader. And that scene was so fucking. It was cool. so good, but you also have to think like how dramatic Anakin is to turn off his fucking life support dramatic. system. Dramatic. Come on, man. It's Darth Vader. I, he doesn't like sand in between his toesies. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I told you about that. And so, in, like I said, the ep- end of Rogue One leads into Episode Four. Mm-hmm. And like you don't see anything except for Darth Vader's lightsaber, but like he has lights on his like his suit because he has life support systems. <laughs> that bitch turned him off just so he could be more dramatic. No, like yeah. the character did that so he could oh, be like, ah, ah. he had to like stop breathing for a second so he could be like, hmm, guess what? I guess it runs in the family though. Yeah, he plays MCR inside of his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> So yeah, my, please give us your questions because like, I want to hear these questions. Grogu, right? Very important character. Part of a they balanced this, breakfast. The episode started off by them kidnapping the the doctor who like brought up like the M. Is it M. Cass or M. Cats? M. Count. M. Count. M. Count. Midichlorians. Oh, M. Count. Yeah. That's right. You yes. said you your kids might so, have midichlorians. <laughs> so <laughs> too many. So. <laughs> They had mentioned, or uh, uh, Gideon mentioned, right? He already had everything he needed, right? He needed the blood. He just wanted to do the testing. Where does this now lead mm-hmm. coming forward? Because if they already have the blood of Christ, in a way, like, <laughs> well, I have what, the same, a similar question. What too. is to become of this? Because he had everything he needed. He was okay with dying. 
like what is next? So the reason why he took his blood and why he needed his blood, uh, that doctor, Dr. Persian, uh, he's, he's a cloning doctor. Like that's what he specializes. And you can tell just, uh, the patch that he's wearing is, uh, is a Kaminoan clone patch. Okay. So, shit you don't get with me. I don't know that shit. This is all. This, this is sick. I yeah. like this. Okay. So, so he's a cloning doctor and what they're doing and what they kind of hinted at, um, at, at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, um, they told us, they were like, you're going to see some inklings of the beginning of the first order, which is the sequel trilogy. Mm. So what's happening is they need his blood because they're trying to, and you don't find it out until episode nine. So it, it all, it all comes together mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's cool. Um, so episode nine answers my question. Is that in a way? No. Okay. No, it, it, Unless, it's still up to like all of our yeah. like it's very skeptical kind of thing of where they're gonna head with it's this. They kind of like put it in front of your face, but they don't tell you directly mm. what it is. But so what's what's happening is Palpatine died in six, right? Darth mm-hmm. Vader threw him down the, the shaft and he like exploded. Um awesome. so Bay. he's dead <laughs> and he needs to be brought back to life. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to find a vessel for his spirit to go into. And you find out in episode nine that all the vessels that they have made previously uh, just aren't strong enough to hold him. What Chris was explaining to me, Palpatine is the fucking, he's the man. Yeah, he's the ultimate bat. Yes. You literally just like describe Johnny Silverhand. You're talking about like we need to put his soul into somebody. Yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> wow. So is that is that where you think this is headed? They're they're gonna somehow use Gragu's blood to make a re- vessel? Make a vessel of uh what is the name? P starts with a P. Palpatine? Palpatine. Oh, okay. I so, thought you said M. So when you when you first forget which episode it was, but when they're talking, um you see like vats in the background that are filled with, with just floating bodies. And oh, those that- are supposed to be Snoke, which is the new big bad mm. in seven and eight. But Apparently you, not. No, yeah. You come to find out it's just a vessel for, for gotcha. Palpatine. But it wasn't even okay. a body he inhabited. It was a pawn that he controlled, which... It's kind of Kathleen confusing. Kennedy, please explain yourself. Yeah. No, but okay, that that definitely like it, it. It's definitely something when it came across, uh, and I had to just write it down because I feel this is now where Star Wars is headed. I mean, obviously, I, this franchise isn't going to end, right? Like they're going to continue to produce well, this. Now and they're I think doing this the is a, the uh, the Old Republic now, right? Isn't that the direction they're going? The High Republic. Excuse me. That's right. We got blaze it, baby. <laughs> well, so that leads into my question though: is like with the end with Boba doing his thing and then it says like the book of Boba and now the like it almost Boba. it almost seems like they, they're like doing a send off for, for uh, I forgot his name Didi Din? Yeah. It seems like it's almost like a send off for because it's like his mission has been fulfilled. His mission's not over yet. Oh because he's gonna it, go take back Mandalore right? It, or it, That's what I thought now it, that they have this big ass ship. Yeah the, the thing that's interesting now is he's in possession of the Darksaber and 
what the hell is going to happen? Like, like Bo-Katan needs that to be the ruler of Mandalore. So I think what they're setting up with this season is Din broke a lot of his traditions, right? And he, he evolved and changed to be a better person. So I think what's going to happen is, is Bo-Katan in the next season is going to have to evolve she just snaps the same way neck. i got the fucking saber let's go shit i hope not man i, I was really it. that was something for me that was really eye-opening in the sense that like oh moff gideon's like he's a he's a genius in like a weird way understanding the way that you know the saber just can't be handed it has to right. be through battle right um and which i thought they were going to do some like comedic relief and so and then i thought amanda was gonna be like just punch me and like yeah and that's like, she, that's 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 something that I thought of too, but the last time you see the dark saber being fought over, it's Darth Maul and and Pre Vizsla. That was the last person who who well who held it through right of combat. the 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 way that Bo-Katan gets it is she's basically gifted it, which it it caused a lot of questions as well because mm-hmm. it's like, well, why the fuck didn't she just? Accepted it again, <laughs> again. But the reason why she couldn't accept it was because Ezra Bridger found it rummaging through Darth Maul's things and gave it to Sabine Wren. And Sabine Wren is is the, a part of the same clan as as Bo-Katan, oh. so she could gift it to her because it was found. Nobody so, fought for it. So you Got can't it. have like a Catholic priest baptized like a Baptist in, in like the Baptist church. I, I, can, I just get like a religious I could see it in a sense like I obviously knew at that moment in time there's a, a big reason as to why and and for me when I was looking at it I was like oh you know Mando's busted his ass to finally get Gragu back to the Jedi and she recognizes that and is like we can do this now together and we can go back to what's the name of their planet is it Mandalore is it Mandalore Mandalore, Mandalore? And they can go rule like as like in unison, but well, maybe hot. I'm ship them. <laughs> That's definitely where well, I thought is, that was headed. Though swing though with the uh, with uh, Kara Cynthia. That's her name, right? That's the character's name. They're writing that bitch off. She's gone. I thought they were going to give her her own. Mm, no, did they no, finally? It's, come? it's trending literally today. Fire, fire again. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get her off of off of. Anything I don't want to hear do nothing about her until we get rid of Johnny Depp's ex wife. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. She's a yeah. Um, who the fuck did Boba Fett kill at the end of this episode? At the very oh, end. Yeah. So, so you had, cause it's from, that's from episode six. Like that's like, that. yeah. that's like year. That was like the, the seventies or the eighties, eighties, eighties. It was like early. Yeah. Cause I think that one came out gotcha. before like the first Indiana Jones. So yeah, that's like, 30 almost 40 years I, of just fucking pent up almost shit. I don't know if you guys ever watched the South Park episode where the Persians take over the lesbian bars. <laughs> yeah. That dude reminds me like who he killed at the end. He reminds me of, like the king Persian guy that's getting carried around everywhere and he finally yeah, gets killed. Yeah, like from from 300. Yes, yes, Jesus. bro. I I, I was like voice. I was getting tenso cuz that one the Asian girl goes and stands on the grate. I'm like don't fucking stand on that. Well, the rancor is dead. I try, and then I started going like <laughs> the rancor is dead, but like, what are they just fucking like? They just went out That's and got Bib He's a, a lazy bitch. He's not so doing nothing. Who is nothing. it? Who is this? So guy, that guy was Bib Fortana and uh, Fortuna. Sorry, um, and he was basically Jabba the Hutt's assistant, little bitch. Mm. And um, 
what happens in Return of the Jedi is is Jabba the Hutt gets he gets TK she he gets TK'd oh by 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 Leia and her and her little nice bikini. I, I thought she BDSM'd him. She did BDS him too. She choked him out. She choked him out. That's hot. With a chain. Wearing a bikini. I got a little hard, but <laughs> continue. Um yeah, I always get hard. <laughs> The, the, the bra that was too big. Sweet she said it never fit right. Alabama. <laughs> but he he was basically Jabba's little bitch, and uh, you never see him die. So it was kind of cool. It was a callback, and it, and a cool thing about that is his original figure that came out. Um, he had the staff, and you never see that, and uh, you never saw that. Even in episode one, he he comes back and he doesn't have that staff at Is all. Is the staff uh, Jabba's? No, no, it's it's just an accessory that was oh, a part okay. of the old the vintage action figure back For in the sure. day. So it was just like a cool like nod to like to like serious like collectors and stuff. It was For like sure. it was like oh dude, that's sick! Like they gave him hey. the staff. Hey, are we gonna see Snaggletooth? Mm-hmm, maybe. You guys know of Snaggletooth? I don't. Which ones? Which one? Silver boots or 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 red? Oh god, I only know of the one, the the earlier one from the action figures. There's, what? There was two. What is Snaggletooth? I only knew of one Snaggletooth. The blue, I, the blue one with the silver boots is the rare, is the rarer one. That's the one that I. Know. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up then. Well, I'm not like expert. I only knew of one Snaggletooth to begin with, so I'm like, whatever I know. I think he makes an appearance in Rogue One. Really. I or maybe don't hold me to that. I'm I'm looking up. Don't worry. No, 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 no. I won't get my hopes up. Basically, in one of the was it the like original run of action figures, or mm-hmm. there's this character that's not in any of the movies called Snaggletooth. <laughs> it's this alien with what do you have a blue head and silver boots? No, he's. I mean, he's got he's a big old Snaggletooth alien. He's got like a weird head of hair. He's like like got monk hair, so it's like bald in the center, and it's just really like fringy on the sides. Okay. And he's wearing a uh the two action figures. He's wearing a red jumpsuit and then a blue jumpsuit. And he never once appeared, but they were like, "People will buy this shit." So here's an action figure. He's in the movie. Which movie is he in? A New Hope. He's in a New Hope. Yeah, red, red, red one. Red. Maybe. Maybe I got the story wrong. Maybe it's just the silver one then. It's, it's, the, the, it's same the silver. Guy. Yeah, the the blue blue jumpsuit with the silver shoes isn't in there. That was like a a rare variant that like leaked out, but it's really hard to find. Okay. Oh, never mind. So I'm glad to see as a man with a dad bod that we're portrayed in the Star Wars universe with Boba Fett. Don't body shame. I'm not. Bo- how can I body shame when I look like it? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm, I like how I have equal representation because taxation is theft, children. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> what? What? Do you have any more questions? I'm like yeah. genuinely curious to hear these questions you well, have. Well, this my it, I do have just this last question, oh. and this is this is kind of like the whole coming to uh, America. Yeah, coming to a whole you Dose. know. Um. So you've I'm ass, I'm assuming you've heard of like the um commercials, the Klondike bar commercials, right? Like, what would you do? <laughs> For a Klondike bar, and you know, like Sally's like sucking off Jim in the back, and he's like, I'll do that for a Klondike bar. Of course. What would you do to work on Star Wars? Oh, he, I asked him this. I asked him this question because over winter break, I was watching Adam Savage videos, which is the guy from Mythbusters who worked on Star Wars. 
and uh, he, ILM is one of the main companies that does it. And I said, I'll let you say that answer. But I said, w- I said, dumb question, but would you want to work at ILM? And this is what he told me. I would suck 10 dicks in a row. You said a day. You, would, said, you said I would suck 10 dicks a day to work. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I would. I would well, suck yeah, 10 dicks. Well, yeah, that's a matter of speed. I think he could do, like, he, 10 wouldn't take him a whole day. Yeah, he never said he had to get mm-hmm. him to finish. That is true. I, th- I always figure that's Listen, implied. I'll get, them, I'll get them to whatever they need so to get to. So let's go realistic with this, right? Like, let's say, um, like, they really wanted you. They saw your work, and they're like, fucking saw the Mando <laughs> helmet you, you made. just bought a house here. Phenomenal. And, and just, they say you have to move to fucking Siberia. Like this is where Why they're the filming. Why the fuck are they in Siberia? Because <laughs> the, the green, the new, the newest green screen is out there. The, you know, Disney is like fucking buying up property in Russia or whatever. And they're like, all right, you have to go to Siberia, but you can't bring your family. Um, and we're gonna stay out there until we finish making, you oh, know, so the next, the next movie. So like, let's say two years. Do you go two Damn. years to Siberia? away from your family, away from everything you've just created to work on the thing you've loved for so long. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Caden would kill me, but yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like you got to, right? You have to. I'll tell you you guys some more stuff off off (laughs) off off air regarding Possibilities. Possibilities. He gets off and he goes, "I fucked George Lucas last night, bro. I'm in. I'm in." <laughs> I just don't want. I just don't want to say something. And okay, yeah, I mean, no, for sure. Yeah, don't don't say nothing if you're not Damn, sure. I love that shit. I love. I love when I listen to podcasts and then the the person they're interviewing is like, "I could tell you off camera." Like every time that happens on Joe Rogan, I'm like, "You fucking say it right now, you motherfucker." <laughs> no, yeah. Joe Rogan will be like, "Here, take a hit of that." So what are you doing? <laughs> Here's some acid and mushrooms, and just if it comes out, it comes. J- Jamie can cut it. <laughs> Jamie will cut it. J- Jamie, pull Jamie, that. Don't cut it. Jamie, don't cut it. No, but that's that's great, dude. I I I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, getting all these questions answered about uh, you know, how does it feel talking to somebody who's never seen any of the movies before, but like has just watched The Mandalorian? Like, am I? I'm. I feel like I'm a rare breed. Uh, uh no. I feel like it, with like quarantine, everybody was like, oh, that's true. I've. Like I've got family members who'd never watched Star Wars before and they were watching The Mandalorian and they're like all in now and it's it's cool. Like like I get messages all the time like 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 hey like what does this this and this mean? And it, it's it's cool. I, I I really like honestly I'm 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 not like a gatekeeper or anything like that. The more the merrier, you know, fucking come in. The more people that are into this shit, the more shit they make. And that's something that that I've always loved and appreciated, you know, the more the more content that's out there, the better. Like we're just gonna get better and better shit, you know. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because I'm bought in. I'm fully bought in. I think I'm watching Rogue One tomorrow. Or it's got to be on the weekend docket. I've been waiting to finish this season, mm-hmm. um, to then dive into Rogue One. I think is gonna be my first. Uh, oh shit! Well, I, like, I think Star I told Wars you the movie. order. I think I told you you gotta watch you like did. one, two, three, Rogue One, four, five, six. You did, but and then Sunday nine, of, you don't really. Act. Based off of everything I've heard about Rogue One, it just sounds like the fucking. It's a good I, ass movie. I honestly, I think that's a perfect place to start. I think you should start Rogue One and then immediately go into the original trilogy. So go four, mm-hmm. five, six, because mm-hmm. Rogue One will set you up a little bit, like. If you go immediately, like from Rogue One, into, he was telling me it's like seconds later. It's, it's literally seconds later. Uh, well, so. it's like it's like uh, Rogue One. The ending of Rogue One is uh, is like I want to say like a minute or two 
into number four. Yeah. Because they're talking for a little bit and then shit pops off. Yeah, exactly. But if you go directly and you're like, oh, I know exactly where I'm at. Shit looks grainy, but I know where I'm at. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. Okay, no, I'm I'm super down to to go straight into that. Yeah. I think if you do that and then come back and revisit the Mandalorian, you'll have you'll have more of an appreciation because Definitely. you'll you'll see stuff from the original trilogy that pops up. Like mm-hmm. even in the first season, like like there's small little things just just like like fan service or Easter egg kind of things that you're just like, wow, man, like that's really cool. Like something from so long ago they brought back in and it's they do that for you. Yeah. Did it for me. I'm still waiting for them to bring fucking Jar Jar Andy just back in in one of the seasons. I know people would fucking hate him for it, but I have a a question for you. Uh, so I I I might have the wrong information, but I saw this like in a meme, and I was like, okay, let me let me get some facts here. Somebody was talking about how it was like it's a meme where it's it's Marge Simpson and Lisa Simpson, and Marge is the cop. And like Lisa's like, you're doing all this terrible shit. And you go, but look at this. Look at this. So the thing is, is like, so you're saying that uh, Luke in episode eight says that Kylo kills off like all the people uh, they trains with. Don't do this. No, nah, I got to. I, I got to do, do it. I, so I literally fucking like cried my eyes out. Like, and, and I, I did it last week too. And I, when I rewatched it again, I, I can't help it. Every time I watch episode it's just so sad when he when he hands off grogu to luke and and then luke's walking away and luke's walking away the music the score it's it's so perfect like it's so perfect like even just listening to the to the score on its own like i was i was welling up just yeah it's it's so good is it's it's perfect it's just but i gotta ask it though dude i know know so in episode eight i was kind of explaining it to george because george doesn't see the movie but like luke says like oh yeah kylo ren killed off all my people and then so the meme is like so you're telling me that in a few years, a few years time in the universe, Kylo Ren's gonna kill everybody, but and then you have Baby Yoda who just went with Luke, and they're like, "Look, it's the Boba Fett show now." <laughs> like, don't look over here. So it's like mm, some shit's coming. And I, I, I said this to Vanessa. She's like, "They won't kill him," and I'm like, "They won't kill him on screen, or they will because they'll be like, huh. look." It begs the question big time, and I thought, without even thinking about that possibility, I thought like continuity wise. Oh, here's this, you know, uh, Jesus Christ, Grogu, right? Is this very gifted, you know, young, you know, Jedi in training, right? Where was Grogu in the sequel trilogy? What happened to that guy? See, I had the same thing with Clone Wars. Like, I saw the movie, the Clone Wars, like the the animated one, and then I watched most of the series. I'm catching up now. I I I did some like reading to figure out what happened to him, but I was like watching him like. Uh, this is really shitty because I like Ahsoka Tano, but she's probably gonna have to die because she's not in the third movie or four, five, and six. Like, I, I, and then now, obviously, we can go. Oh no, they're over there. They're not in this. Yeah, no, she she has a really strong character arc as well. Because in the movie, when you first meet her, you're like, "Hmm, who the fuck is this annoying. bitch?" <laughs> yeah, you're you're just like, I don't know how I feel about her. And then she just her arc over the entire series. I I. I I would it's safe to say at least for me um she's my favorite Jedi in the entire Star Wars universe just her arc and how much she grows as a person and she has a lot of character development and Ashley Eckstein who plays her is she's a really good person too like like she's always super charitable with her time and her money and 
and it's it's really Rosario Dawson. I don't know. <laughs> no, she's great too. She, I've I mean, seen her in other things, and she's been yeah, very good in everything else this year. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I it took me a little bit adjusting because I mean, well, didn't uh, they Ashley, model Ahsoka off of Ashley? Yeah, yeah, they did, and that's why it was a little like weird. I, like I was a little weirded out that they didn't have her come in, and and even in the show, like like one gripe that I that I had, and that I know other people had the same gripe, was that her her uh her endrils, let's call them. They're, no, they're crap. What are they called? They're called mandrils i think that's what they're technically called okay uh because they're shorter they're shorter they're a lot shorter uh they're basically the length of when she was a was a was a padawan and it doesn't really make it's not like hair you can cut i'm assuming i'm assuming that's like part of like their skin yeah that'd probably hurt i wonder if you could stick them inside places (laughs) i'm gonna type tendril into a certain search bar tonight and whatever comes out on the other end, I'm gonna. George, that's what I'm right gonna look now. at. When I brought these 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 headphones <laughs> over, these new ones that I got, and I go listen to these, he goes, "All right, cool." He plugs them in his computer and then just Pornhub.com. I went straight to it. <laughs> I was, even... This uh, question, I mean, because it might pop up on your guys' shit more than pops on my mind. But does Star Wars porn like is there like a, oh, yeah. a serious? Absolutely. You go to the uh, the erotic heritage. I went there when I when I was campaigning back in 2016 for the election, and we we're working with Planned Parenthood. And it was like Planned Parenthood's birthday. So they had it at the Erotic Heritage Museum. We went there and like they have literal porn playing in there. And one of them is like Leia sucking off Vader. Nice. Oh my nice. God. Out of here. And wow. I was, like, okay. I was like, all right. But, That's oh, incest. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Why do they have that play? They could have played something else like Mace Windu and Batman yeah, like, or something. Uh, <laughs> Jar Jar, you know, getting like railed by Anakin or something. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm stuck. Help me, step Annie. Oh my gosh. Jordan's like in a hatch fixing like a ship or something and he gets stuck. Oh my god. Just to, I guess we could talk about like really funny shit from the entire season. I remember when we were watching the episode where Mando's having Grogu fix the ship. And oh we're like, my god. We're like everybody when they dad asked him to hold the flashlight on the working on their car. So funny. Having, having a, a, kid who's about that age like mentally because he's about a toddler in this in this series my kid does like all the same shit like with the eggs like he'll just find shit and eat it and you're like where the fuck did you find that <laughs> like uh, a funny story i like to say is and this is still a mystery uh you guys know those pringle cups yes you can buy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. so we bought some like a year ago and rowan <laughs> grabbed one and then hit it and we don't know where the fuck he hit it but he hit it somewhere and then one time uh, vanessa and him were in the room and he just pulls out like a thing of hot Cheetos out of the closet and just starts eating it. Like just pulls Bro. out like a fucking stat. And we're like, where the fuck did you put those? Pr-? We still haven't found the Pringle. He's in, he's going to Narnia. You said it's in the closet. Like he's oh, like shit. going behind your fucking clothes <laughs> and he's just falling into snow. <laughs> then I come back with like a fucking like orc head and be like, ah, <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? What does that mean? But yeah. He does the same shit. Like he'll reach for like, Now he's reaching for stuff. Oh no. Yeah. And, uh, like the other day, like this was crazy because he goes, nah, nah. And he reached and we're like, you need to slow the fuck down. First of all, you're, you're only a year old. He's not a year old. He's like, going to be three this year. But we're like, what the fuck? But like Vanessa and I go back and forth. We're like, isn't that Rowan? Like with Grogu every time we're like, yeah, I'm getting into shit. <laughs> and like, just, 
I want to play with that. No, that's not supposed to be played with. I want to play with it. All right, well, let me give it to him because he's not. If I'm not, he's going to be fucking mad. Like those fucking eggs, though. Like the eggs, like the whole time I was like, that's my kid. Like he just eats anything. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, I'm obviously a, a dog is a lot different than, than, a, than a, a human child. Unless Similar, you're in West though, Virginia. Bro. Do you have a new dog? Is that where you're going he's, to he, with that? Well, we've had him for a while. Like we, we rescued him and, mm-hmm. and he's always getting into shit. He's he's a good yep. boy. He's a good boy. He's my best buddy. They mean well. Yeah, but it's just so funny. Like 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 when when they when they were like, oh, his name is Grogu. His name is Grogu. And I looked over at my dog and I said, Grogu. And his ears perked up. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean though, like I could look at my dog and be like, hey fucker, and he'll be like, hey dog, I, you bet your sweet ass I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this like. I feel like this was a much better. Well, obviously it didn't. It it left off on less less of a cliffhanger than the first mm-hmm. season. Yeah, because the first season you were like, okay, now what the fuck? But this one you're like, all right, Grogu's gone. All right, anyways, back it's, to canceling my Disney Plus subscription. It was bitter. It's bittersweet. It was very bittersweet. Very bittersweet. Like it's it's very sad, you know, but also at the same time it's like. He's where he needs to be. He's going where he needs to go. He's going to train. And he's going to learn what he needs to do and escape the clutches of Kylo. That's what's going to happen. Sure. I or do like. He's going to get close with Kylo and Kylo's going to say, Hey, Grogu, I like you. Don't go to the Jedi Temple tomorrow. <laughs> Don't go to the Jedi. Uh, what was I even going to say? Um, oh, I do like how Luke was like, he's asking for your permission. Like that shit hit. I was like, yeah. Oh, when, no. when, when he said that, that's when I was like, uh, uh, is that when uh, you cried or did you cry? Or did we cry at the same time? When I, when I he cr- said that, when he said that, oh no, I teared up with, with Luke pulling his hood off and like the music hits. And I was like, oh shit. Like this is the good way to do it. Yeah. I was, I was screaming. I was screaming when, when Luke was, and it's 12. I, I watched it at midnight. I was, there was no way I wasn't going to get that spoiled for me. I, yeah, I just, I've been really, um, on top of making sure I, I watch these episodes as soon as they came out, which is because I'm friends with a lot of people who are as, just into just as into this stuff as I am, and, and they probably can't hold it. They no, they 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 don't hold back. They just straight up post shit from the show, like, oh, I'm making this guy, or check out this. Like, I worked on this. Like, I follow I follow a lot of people who straight up worked on the show and will post like new characters, like. And it's All right, just now like, they're oh, out. Check out this shit. You're like, bitch, it's been out for one yeah. minute. What yeah. the fuck do like, you mean? It's not even out yet. And why are you posting this? It's I mean, before like before December, we were really we watched it day of release mm-hmm. every every week. But I yeah, I was very I was almost more invested in George's time watching it than my own. Yeah, no, because I, I brought that you know like what the fuck is kind of going on thing here, and you know they I think. What I bring and what a lot of people who are just starting Star Wars bring is this this new sense of like excitement and energy that, like you said, the Star Wars community needs to grow. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind when I went to Disney and I got to go through Star Wars land. And I, cry, I cried there too. I fucking it was it was at that moment when I'm like standing in front of uh the ship Millennium Falcon, the Millennium Falcon, where I'm like, man. Like what it it hasn't been because I've neglected it, but I really didn't have like a vested interest. And I think that's what the Mandalorian did 
is it teased every important character, but at the same time gave you a storyline that you were like, I'm really interested now to see where this all came from, where this all started, you know, especially that last scene, you know, I hadn't seen a Jedi up until that last scene. Oh, shit. You, saw, you saw Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka's a Jedi. But you didn't see yeah, anybody but, using force powers. Though. Right. That wow. was it. Yeah, because he just fucking... Whoop, just, wow. So what was that like, seeing seeing that for the first time? I was like, well, because after seeing Mando get fucking manhandled by the storm, like, uh, the by the dark troopers, I'm like, oh, you know, this is going to be... Uh, I, I I always hate to do it. Sometimes I'll accidentally click on the remote and I see how much time's left and I'm like, oh, fuck. I like, do that too. Like, yeah. I know it's coming close to an end here, but I didn't on that one. So I was like, oh, like, this is going to be an intense, one of those badass scenes again. And then he's just slicing through these guys like butter. And I'm like, what is that? I, I literally told the camera and I was like, is that what a Jedi is? I was like, Jedis are Damn. badass motherfuckers. So here's the question I have. Isn't Luke less formally trained than like, like episode three and two Jedi's. I mean, yeah, he trained with Yoda. But he, he trained with Yoda. But what are like, you talking but about? Like he man? had like the Rocky treatment. Like, yeah, just punch this fucking cow. Eat some rags. He was son of the chosen one, though. He's fucking like you should as see shit. those fight. Like watching Luke fight is incredible, but like the like episode three, that's one to just keep your eye on when you get to it. Is oh, the, the mm-hmm. end of episode three is like probably the most heartbreaking scene in Star Wars, it but is, the yeah. aw- like the most awesome fight scene ever. I have a, that's one of my Lego sets. Is that fight? I have. That is that one the one too. in front of the lava that we were talking yes. about? Yeah, yeah. yeah we had, shit, we had mentioned it in the car. Like that shit is just like, mm, like, like I watch it now. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh word. But now I'm like, oh, like knowing yeah, it, what it, it entails, hits, it hits harder at the older you get. Yeah. Even even like the other stuff like involving the clones and the Jedi, like even that stuff yep. hits pretty hard too. Yeah, and then like. uh even like the shit with like little like little Anakin, like he's just leaving his mom because it's, it's probably, sad as fuck. It's it's sad as fuck, but it's probably better for him to do that than to just be a slave the entire time. <laughs> if he well, never, obviously, if he never did that, looking in hindsight, <laughs> well, he might have just gotten like murked by some. Like he'd be like, "I'm tough," and he would have like threw thrown one dude, and the others would have just fucked him up. He doesn't know what he has. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely like. It's it's still a good like Jedi scene. Like yeah, trust me, I knew like. By seeing that, it definitely like made me start to think about all these movies and stuff and all these epic scenes that you can now have with somebody that has that kind of power to, you know, pretty much go through anybody. And uh, no, it, it definitely got me even more excited to to like jump into it. And I, if that's what the whole Mandalorian was made for. And I, I this, is, I guess, is a, another question, right? I know there's parts of the story that connect and stuff, but do you think there was also a part that was like Star Wars had a really big fan base from people that grew up in the 80s and then showed their kids? And now they're at the point now where like their kids are like more grown up and they need like this second, like like a resurrection that, almost of kind of literally uh, yeah. me. I mean, like I'm not on the level of Franny, but my dad watched all of the movies in theaters. And then we went and watched, except for Phantom, because I think Phantom came out before I was born. Yeah, it came out in 99. But I remember watching two and three in the theaters, mm-hmm. and then watching seven in the theaters, and then eight and nine at home. But like, uh, Rowan likes the Lego Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's he, fun. He, he, it's he fun. likes it. Um, but like, Vanessa was kind of the same way, because Vanessa wasn't really, she was like, she watched Star Wars, but she didn't watch it like how I did. Like, what, what you have on right now on the screen is the behind the scenes. I've watched this 800 times. 
Oh yeah, so have I. Yeah, I like so I, I have the box. I think we have the same box set of the of the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I well, I I have the VHS versions. I have the of DVD the original versions. I've got Blu-ray. I have Laserdisc too. Well, obviously not that. <laughs> He's like, I got Betamax. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Hell like, yeah. So do you think like back to the question, do you think this was a resurrection attempt or do you think it's just like uh hey, you motherfuckers have been off the ship for so long. Here's something that I know you'll enjoy. Probably both. Like a combo. I th- I think what it was is you have somebody like John Favreau and Dave Filoni who really fucking care about great storytelling. John Favreau especially like he's everything he's touched is gold. All right. Everything. I mean, I I'd, I'd argue that point with with the Lion King remake, but oh, that was dog shit. <laughs> yeah, but every, he's redeemed himself. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, he basically rejuvenated and and restarted the whole Marvel franchise. He did Iron Man, fucking Iron Man. So he went from that, right, and all the other shit that he's done in between. He did Elf, a fucking Christmas. Christmas classic movie now, a modern Christmas classic movie now. And now he's doing Star Wars. I hope they give him his own trilogy, let him do whatever he wants because he cares, he understands, and he knows what fans want. I never watched something that was as satisfying as as that compared to the the uh the older Star Wars films. Like it was it was gratifying. It was I mean, it was everything that I could have ever wanted. It was great. Like the, cause I've seen like the clone wars and stuff and you know, they go, they, they've been trying, I I feel at least to just get in as many platforms as possible and like get at the world to be a part of like the star Wars wave, the Mandalorian though. I, I just don't know. It just felt so much different than any other side attempt. Or like you said, like the solo movie, or Clone Wars, like it felt just like it hit the public a lot harder than any of those did. Yeah, I Baby think. Yoda. Yeah, I honestly, <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to agree with that. Um, there. Well, I feel like that was like the foot in the door. Yeah. We're like, look how fucking cute this thing, and they get in like, oh, this shit is awesome. Yeah. No, that definitely was a thing because I mean, you have something that fucking cute. I mean, look at like like movies like Gremlins. Gremlins drew everybody in. You're like, oh, what the hell is that? That's fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Little fucking mogwai. Because I killed somebody. <laughs> okay. So a big part of why Mandalorian has blown up is because Star Wars fans have been through the fucking ringer, I think. <laughs> of like every everything coming out. Like like me and my buddy Logan, you know, whenever something about Star Wars comes up, you know, one of us will say, I I, I hate Star Wars. And he'll say, Yeah, Sam, bro. But then that'll be after like a 45 minute discussion about whatever the thing is, because we love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the you know the original movies came out awesome. The prequel movies came out. Some people liked them. Some people thought they were fucking garbage. Um, the sequel movies came out super mixed reviews. You know, always like so. I'm of one of the people that has felt like gosh, like they Soros has been through some hard times, and now I think Favreau and the people doing the Mandalorian have kind of said like, okay. What's like kind of understanding like what people like about Star Wars and the intellectual property that it is. And even going to what you guys said, oh, it's Baby Yoda, like in the first three movies, like 
the aliens were depicted as this almost kind of Muppet-ish style, all kind of a semi-practical way. And, you know, they like paid attention to that the way they did like the creatures and the aliens and monsters in Mandalorian. They heavily based off of that. So I think it's just like now they kind of understand, like, here's the things people like about Star mm-hmm. Wars. So now that, you know, you don't have to be in the ringer anymore. Here's something Got it. good. Got it. Here's something that we all like. I think one thing that that they really uh, went back to is George Lucas admits he's like, I made these movies for kids. You know, they're, they're movies for kids. And that's what it needs to be. It needs to be simple, easy stories that are easy to grasp and understand. And I felt like that's what a lot of this was. I mean, it wasn't anything that wasn't super unpredictable. It had a good ending. You know, I mean, it's it was made for kids. That's what it that's what it and I felt that I felt that in every single episode, I felt a family of Star Wars lovers from like like just like Austin's family, you know, finally sitting down with now their grandkids and being like, this is it. You know what I mean? Like getting that that same feeling back. Yes. How they felt when they first watched it, the excitement of seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, it was seeing Darth Maul's double sided lightsaber. that, That still is like fucking. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Chef's. It's great. Um, totally blanked on. What I'm was good. It? Oh, I'm... you had you told me this today. You had a very controversial opinion. <clears throat> I told you to save it for the episode, and I'm I'm calling on you to say it. I don't know if I if I feel, if I still feel the same. I okay. definitely definitely when I first watched watched it and completed the series, I thought at the time like. Wow, I think this is the best Star Wars thing I've I've ever seen. And it's a very controversial take. But it literally made me feel the exact same way I did as as a kid and I I think that's why I I originally said that. But I don't think I could say that because I would I wouldn't know what that feeling is without those original films. You know, I mean, even as a little mm. as a little kid, I I had like the Luke in and Han and their stormtrooper, yeah, action figures. You know, I I had all that shit as a little kid, and even now as an adult, I still have the same. Yeah, you shit. have you just have more expensive versions like, of it. Like, oh, hot toys and oh, see for me the movie that like <laughs> like I saw one and I was like that's cool, but the movie that like really peaked it for me was Attack of the Clones. Like, really? and yeah, I think it's just because it was the first one as I saw. As a kid, in I was impressed by those. I think it was just the ending of that film, like the like when it was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. When they all come in on the on the transport ships yeah, and they're just like, the "We're gonna fucking beat some ass, bro!" And I was like, "Yo, they about to get fucked up. These little fucking cockroach looking dudes about to get fucking mm, the Geonosians." Oh yeah, that was, and then three was just like, "This is even cooler." Three was nuts. I, I, I've seen all of the. Uh, the prequels in in theaters day of release like my dad was the one who took me to see it. Uh, episode one is like one of the like the good memories i have with him <laughs> besides the cartel yeah um his lawyer sweating he he has to stand here while you record where's the cat lawyer where's the cat yeah he, christian's cat lawyer in his little suit <laughs> He threw up, and he's taking a nap right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I phoned up. He stole lunch <laughs> meat from the counter today. He didn't feel very nice. But uh, 
So to, to kind of wrap this up, because we this is already longer than last week's episode by a good 10, 20 minutes. So, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like we could sit here forever. We might just have to have Franny come on and just like, might have to just do a, a Star Wars saga and be like, all right, Franny, we're doing oh, first. Definitely we can do that. First three movies. All right, let's do that. Now we're doing four, five, six. Now we're doing Rogue One. That's it. No, seven, eight, nine. No, no fuck seven, eight. <laughs> you should still watch them. Yeah, I know. Don't still watch them. I I still try to watch fun movies. I like I like all the Star Wars movies. I feel by the time you watch all four of those films, you're like, I'm so fucking emotionally invested. Like I gotta, yeah, put it in. Yeah. Yeah, Well, like seven, seven, eight, nine, kind of just like pick up. Like one through six, it's just the same lineage. I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, so is seven, eight, nine, but seven, eight, nine, kind of just like goes, hey, what if we just added more? But like you already had enough with one through six. Like, I remember thinking when they were like, we're going to make Star Wars Episode 7. And I was like, that's like history. You can't fucking change that. You can't go on from number. We already have one through six. Because mm-hmm. like you look at Lord of the Rings, there's one through three. And like, that's enough as it is already. That's already a great thing. What do you mean? We got The Hobbit. Anyways, one through three is great. <laughs> I, heard, I heard The Hobbits were good. I, I only saw oh, the first one. Oh, oh, no. I, I've, yeah. I've just read the book. No. And even then, I wasn't very emotionally invested. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, like as a kid, were the two things that I watched behind yeah. the scenes of the most. And yeah. then when I became like eleven oh, or twelve, it became Indiana Jones, and that that it's just a blur from there. But go go ahead, Chris. So, um, to kind of comment on your controversial opinion that you don't know if you really have. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I understand because then like you're like that means a lot to say. I have to think about it. Like you know what I mean. So yeah. I understand. This the Mandalorian pulled like spare no expense to make you like feel those emotions you felt watching like the original trilogy whether it's small stuff like the way like the monsters and aliens are designed but like they they pan the camera in the same way they did in the old movies or you know even just seeing those characters come back like boba fett and all that stuff but luke coming in was done very well in the sense that like they there's like no jedis really in this world you see ahsoka you see her, but, but that's then, like it. And that's, and you know, you only get kind of a brief bye to her and then she's gone. And then they make Luke appearing this really mystical moment. Like, Oh, who's this lone guy? And he just murked all the, the, the dark troopers that like almost killed, you know, the Mandalorian. So it's like, I feel like when you're a child and you're first watching the original trilogy and star Wars in general, like you feel that strong, like mystical, like, well, what is this? And that's how kind of everybody watched and they made you feel when Luke comes in at the end of the Mandalorian, like, whoa, this like wizard like figure has appeared, you know, and like a fucking hero, he's gone just in the same instant. So I feel like, like, it's reasonable to attribute those feelings. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is. I love Star Wars now. I can say it. Star Wars is great, dude. I'm glad you joined the cult. Uh, Beside, like I said, besides episode three, this is the most emotional I've been during a Star Wars, like anything. Yeah. Franny can probably say that about any of the movies. He could probably be like, bro, when Jar Jar said that, bro, like it hit me right here. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I cried when Han Solo died. Just, oh, that, that shit, was sad. That I remember was sad I texted you fuck. right after. I was like, what the fuck? And you were like, no, no, no. It, it, I was like, he's coming back, right? And you're like, nah, he that that boy did. They palpatine his ass. They yeah. stabbed and then thrown down his shaft. 
Has he got some huh. phones? Maybe? Which apparently means nothing. <laughs> I remember uh, listening to our friends, the the Magic Our Way podcast. They had somebody on, like their Star Wars expert on, and and they said that the way that they were like Han Solo, and he was like, "Oh shit, Han's fucking dead" because of the way four went out, or mm-hmm. it was like Obi Wan. Like it was like the same like build up in the scene. Yeah. So like uh-huh. I should have seen that coming, but uh, yeah, I think it's like probably the most emotional I've been with a Star Wars like viewing ever. Besides, like I said, episode three. But episode three, it was like it hit me a later time. This is the first time, and it hit me like just as hard. So I have two things to touch on. One, this this was a great way to close the Grogu arc. I thought it was really good, right? I think like I feel like the season one's season finale was more like action packed than this one. I feel like it was like this like really epic was it a two parter episode? I don't remember. I believe so. Uh yeah. I I do believe so. Well I feel like they dragged out the final scene between two episodes. I just remember that standoff where Moff Gideon's outside and there's all the fucking stormtroopers. That was two that was two episodes. Yeah, because the, the, the episode end the, ends the with, first one with with, with, with Quill, with Quill die. Are you re- referring to the first season or the second? Yeah, season? First, first yeah, season, with him yeah. just fucking limp the on the fucking yeah. ground. You see limp or you see limp ass Quill on the floor, and you're like, oh man, like that dude was so cool. But then you're like, oh shit, yeah. he had the child. What the? Where the fuck is the child? Yeah, exactly. And you had to we had to wait a whole goddamn yeah. week to find out. Imagine what happened. if they were like season two. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. That's the worst. I hate when shows do that. Yeah, it's like finish this. This is the end of the season. Finish the story your season's telling, goddammit. That's, all That's why The you. Walking Dead sucks now. It sucked okay. after season two. What are you talking about? Bro, but at least, like, at least it was good enough. Whatever. I don't give it any credit now. Fuck it. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Branny was the first one to tell me like how fucking south that show went. He was like, bro, look at the similarities. There ain't none. <laughs> where, where did you stop watching? Uh, literally, literally the episode after Negan killed Glenn. I don't know why it just oh okay because they, they did it again right there that was like the third time they did the cliffhanger bullshit yeah at the end of the season Maggie <laughs> I remember when you fucking did he made a prosthetic of that shit too like right after <laughs> I did it was literally a couple days after it I I made it for Halloween and it was like because you were Halloween working right on after Fright Dome right I was working at Fright Dome then yeah hey, Mag- so, <laughs> Maggie I was walking around dressed as Glenn I had, I had a, the costume and everything. And there was a dude there who was dressed as Negan. I don't know oh, why. No. And we were just walking around and he was like, Glenn, come back here. This is fucking weird. But the video, you just, it's like a close, it's like a selfie view. And he's just like, Maggie, I uh, love you. I go, Maggie. I, I was impersonating him from the show. It was fucked up. <laughs> it was traumatizing. It I'll was very, that. yeah, it was pretty traumatizing. Especially but. on like, like regular television. It was crazy. Yeah. I feel like they get away with a lot more now, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, there's a channel we get on cable. It's like IFC. And you see, like, titties on there. And you're like, what, what? the? What? Ooh. It might be one of those, like, extra channels. But we don't pay for extra channels. Hmm. Yeah. Like, and they'll be like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We're saying fuck on the TV now? <laughs> Rowan, cover your ears. Oh, I got to. Uh, I was telling him earlier. Uh, Vanessa was watching Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, no. And it was, like, the first, like minute and it's Margot Robbie like giving him head in the car and you Rowan's just right there Vanessa's like alright this is going on for putting on Coco Melon or Peppa Pig whichever Rowan down all the hoes that's the first thing he told me when I told him his name 
was like, his name's Rowan. He's like, he went rolling down all the hoes. Oh my god! So now I tell him, I'm like, when are you let me? When are you let Rowan bring his hoes over to your house, <laughs> like to come see his house? And he was like, hey, bro, hold up. <laughs> Rowan, Rowan's gonna mess up all my my collectibles. <sighs> yeah, well, I'll just leash him. Like, <laughs> I'll leash him. No, he can't be that white. Please, Austin, no. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother gave us one of those and Vanessa was like what the fuck it's like the backpack with the monkey backpack <laughs> We've ne- we let him play with it he just like opens his <laughs> we never put it on him he just runs away and just waits until the rubber band just snaps him back <laughs> somebody, he puts it on you oh my god he probably would too I, I remember I think it was like a tiktok where somebody did that but it was like the retracting the leash oh, yeah, and they were, but like <laughs> You don't see any, like it's up the stairs, and he goes, "Yeah." So everybody says this is for dogs, but like, hey, buddy. <laughs> Think anybody got freaky with one of those? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. That's how that one dude died from Kill Bill. The uh, Bill from Kill Bill, he like he died from uh, asphyxiation from doing that. With you know, we, oh wait, shit, what? Yeah, when he died, like almost ten years ago. Yeah, he died from doing that. And what? South Park did an episode about it because they thought they had like sex addiction. The kids, so they auto erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, and they were like, "What's auto erotic asphyxiation?" It's like, oh, it's just when you jerk off with a Batman costume on, because like you wear like lingerie or something while doing it. And what? so Kenny dies hanging in his closet wearing a Batman costume. What the fuck? <laughs> you never knew this? No. Yeah, I didn't know he like died. A, yeah, I, I he died that, a while ago. I didn't ago. know it was that guy. Yeah, the the Bill from Kill Bill. Damn. Died. Yeah, that's how he died. He died like a few years after that movie too. After the third one. Third one, Ooh. yeah. Kill, isn't it? There's, there's only of two of them. Is there two? I thought there was three. Volume one and two. I need to make. They might be three. planning a three. There was like like a little like oh he might do it. Yeah. Type of thing. I remember seeing that like seeing that movie as a fucking kid. It Kill was Bill one. Dude, it was a yeah. lit movie. Seeing fucking her head get fucking. I was like, what the fuck? A Tori Hanzo. <sighs> dude, that. And I remember the uh, like. It's my the, character from Cyberpunk. Hanzo? Not Goro. <laughs> Wolf is white. <laughs> Alright, dude. Thanks for telling me. Wake up, samurai. Oh my god. But yeah, like that anime scene, the animated scene in Kill Bill, where like the Oh the, yeah, the, that's the, the like executive gets murdered. I was like, that's cool because it's a cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Anyways, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Franny, thanks so much for coming on. We'll definitely have to bring you on for more Star Wars because I'm pretty sure everybody listening is like, yo. You're going to listen to it because you're probably our only listener. But oh, You're our guy. Every time we put out a video, <laughs> Franny's always like, bro, what the fuck? Oh, what, like he was talking about what you called him. Franster. Did I call you the Franster? Yeah, yeah last last week. God, I just be saying shit sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just pop a Quaalude and I Franster. just go. Yeah, we what did I call hilarious. him in the car? I said like the Franmeister or something like that. <laughs> I said something very similarly stupid. It's like, I don't think I've ever met Franny. And I'm like, oh, the Fran Meister, he's a cool guy. <laughs> so, something like that. I knew you were going to be cool, though. I mean, based on all the conversations that we've had. And, and like, I listened to the episode where you came on with your friend and everything. I was like, oh, obviously, it's going to be awesome. But no, dude, we do greatly appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and answering all my questions. Because yeah, George was the one you'd have to. I, like, I have questions, but like I have knowledge to go off of. George is just like, bro, what's a lightsaber dog? I don't even... <laughs> For real, man. Where do real. they put the battery? Is that a glow stick? Bro, like, I, uh, bro I gotta get mine fixed. Still, <laughs> still broken. My $200. Buy a shirt from us, guys. 
Yeah, please buy a shirt so we can so Christian can eat next week. Yeah, guys, bro, these delivery fees are ridiculous. I'm not gonna leave my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't buy a shirt, I will starve. And that we can't have that happen. Yeah, we, George and I take turns. We we drop off like like little like like Ritz crackers to him. We're like, all right, Chris, you gotta make this last a month. The next day he goes, You got any more of those Ritz? They're already gone. I'm filming I'm filming an ASPCA. Or oh, no, 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 not that. That's the animal one. You know those ones where like they show like the Yeah, and you know, starving, with the starving children. children. See their their rib cages and fucking emaciated. It's like, oh little uh J- Jimbo, we'll just use <laughs> I can't think of an African <laughs> little Jimbo that hasn't eaten anything in three months. You know, Rafiki. They drink kind of chocolate rivers. <laughs> Dekati. Anyways, Franny, uh, from what you can share, would you like to once again shout out your your Instagram or tell us anything you got that you can tell us that you have in the works that may be coming out soon? I fucked George Lucas last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just. Going out to LA after every every opportunity I get, and you know I'm working out there now on the weekends. Um, doing some cool stuff out there with the uh, with Immortal Masks. Um, some stuff in works with them. Um, maybe some other stuff in works too. We'll see. No, we'll they see. don't know about that. Um, but my Instagram is uh, at Franny Marujo, and that's F. R-A-N-N-Y M-A-R-R-U-J-O and I have all my special effects makeup work on there. And your Star Wars figures? All my, well, no, not any more Star Wars figures, but I do got pictures from my Star Wars Galaxies ed- trip. Oh. Yeah, where can, where can well, are there any pictures of your uh, sweet helmet? Uh, I think I actually have a video of me on there and I'm wearing an immortal mask underneath it as like a funny video. Okay, but my buddy that made it, um, he's a really cool guy too. He he does a lot of cool Star Wars stuff. His name is, uh, Jason, and his his Instagram is, uh, Jason underscore props. He's a cool guy. Really great quality helmets. He uses the same paint and everything that they they used on the show, and it's not a cheap paint at all. It's literally like eight hundred dollars for a quart of it, and for a paint that's that's unheard of. But wow. That's awesome. That's the business. But yeah, Franny, we really greatly appreciate you coming on. Uh, this was a great episode, great series. I think it was a great season. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely, like, the first season was already really good, and I was like, hmm, I wonder how they're, because it was getting too much clout. Mm-hmm. Like, it was in the news, it was everywhere. I was like, I don't know if the second season's going to be really good. And we watched that first episode, and I was like, all right, I, th- I think it'll be okay. And it definitely turned out to be more than okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. Everybody, you know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. We're on YouTube, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. If you want to yell at us and be like, Franny doesn't know shit, which he, he does. But if you want to yell at us... I don't. It's okay. <laughs> Lukewarm Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And Franny, you get to join us in on this one because you know how to do it. But uh, from all of us here till next week, Jinkui. 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 Jinkui.